Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG-13. Forever! I'm gonna need to burn unit. This is, of course, our weekly chat show where we talk about events, events in, in our, our lives, lives, issues in politics, politics. and take a deep, deep dive. dive into the DMs. Let's get into some hot gas. Oh my goodness! Ouch! Ouch! Ooh. Ouch! The oh my gosh! So hot. Do you have any back teen? No. Okay. Um. Listen. Okay. So we have a programming <laughs> note before we dive in deeply. Uh, our schedule. A few of you have been have been asking, "What are you doing? Are you moving on to the next? Like, are you going on to the next season or what?" Well, the truth is, we are going to be putting out drum roll, please. Um. Drag Race UK recaps on Wednesdays, which is six whole days after the episode airs. So, just so you know, this will be, it'll be sort of like a refresher right before the next episode. I love that. Yeah. And maybe by the time it comes out out here, it'll be like the episode playing in England because they're like a whole day ahead of us, kind of. Um, uh, Yeah, a few hours. Yeah. Um, I love the time space continuum. Time travel. Girl. Girl. International date line. Marty McFly, bitch. (laughs) Work. Well, this is a really special hot goss because we have in the studio a groundbreaking guest of social and political import. Mm-hmm. The one and only debutantess of the Deep South, <laughs> Chandra Laquifa Wadley. Oh, Hallelujah. I'm back, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> when, you know what? When the postman rang the door this morning and said, I got a big box for you, I said, Oh, finally, she's here. Big, so you happy. ain't seen my Instagram girl. I've been working at How Dare You Girl. <laughs> deep squat thrusts. I've been oh. seeing them. Yeah. Deep squat, deep sale. Oh, <laughs> thank you for um, coming by and being a friend of the pod. Of yeah. course. I'm, you know what? Uh, you know, anything related to drag race, I'm always like, what's going on over there? I want to see. I want to be involved. I want to see what it is. Same. And, uh, you know, I, I love the two of you. So, girl, you know, if we can give the tea, let's key key. I'm actually surprised that you aren't on Drag Race UK. 
You don't want to do that one too? You never know where I'll <laughs> pop up. Drag Race UK, Drag Race Canada, Drag, so, drag Race I'll Warsaw. Like, oh, drag Race Thailand, I'll be like, ding bitch, hallelujah, so I did, bitch. <laughs> You've done shows in Thailand, right? Uh, yes, I was in Bangkok twice. Do you know how many countries you've hit so far? Well, I know how many continents. I've done six. I just have one more to go, which what? is Antarctica. Oh, they don't and tip there, girl. Okay. They don't tip. Uh-uh. What? <laughs> well, it was always funny about tipping in Canada because, uh, you know, the $1 and the $2 the are Looney Toonies. Mm-hmm. Those are the coins. And right. one time somebody tipped me in the coins. I was like, is that a quarter? Is oh, they're trying battery? to get the doll. Huh? <laughs> <Even> <laughs> <new> tokens. <laughs> I just came back from Hamilton and Windsor, and the lowest they could tip is a five. And some of them want to press the flesh. And all of them, I love it. I'm just like, yes, press the flash. Excuse me, press the flash. I'll have to be in Toronto coming up. I don't know if this will have aired, but October uh, 13th, I'll be at a Toronto uh, drag brunch event over there. I'm running all around still. Even though I've come off tour last year, you know, I did 184 cities around the world. So this year I was like, okay, she won't take a nap. Sound effects? <laughs> oh, yeah. We're shocked, Josh. Oh, yeah. Um, do you want to see my favorite one? It, if it's a farting noise, don't do me. No, this is we not, don't do not. that. Can you tell us what this is from? I just saw a messy man. <laughs> I just saw a messy man. Sounds like Little Housewives, Little Little Women, L.A. or Housewives <laughs> or Atlanta. Which one was it? It was, Mich- it was Michelle Williams talking about Akasha on the first episode of Drag Race. Oh, no. oh yeah. she called her messy man? Yeah. yeah. Can that you ain't right. You know what? She broke the dawn, though. She did. She broke she, the dawn. She fully she broke, broke the dawn. She broke the dawn. She broke the dawn. Yeah, it was... It was um, broken. I saw the dawn and it was broken. <laughs> <laughs> so we just finished season three of Drag Race, which I mean, that's that's. Oh, uh, I remember. That's your I was season. There. That's your territory. Pick one. Yes, I was. Right. I was yeah. there. Yeah. Season I mean... three. I was there too. <laughs> 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 I was here. I've done that I've too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the parking bar. Uh, Just zip the gown. Don't get me before going. the tearaway comes off. <laughs> oh, you know I love a good reveal, honey. Uh, I like to keep them the crowd on their toes, excited. What's gonna come? What's under there? I know something's under there. What's under that choir coat? I don't know. <laughs> I do not know. Holy robe. <laughs> I have a question. Where does Frostula live now? Oh, well, you know, <laughs> Frostula. Everybody asks. You know, I gave her a re inspiration on the Hollis Slate episode of Drag Race where I came back and uh, and had like a Frostula inspired outfit dress. Uh, but I'll tell you, I still have her. Where? I still have you the put little her out mini Frostula. Uh, not the big one. The big one, she got melted down, bitch. And she, I think yeah. she got recast on Frozen 2. You may see it in the film. Totally. But, um, but Frostula, yeah. You get your 10. You get your 10 off the top. Hallelujah. I want my percentage. (laughs) (laughs) Business fish. Business fish. But I love Frostula, though. That was like a really fun moment for me. I remember, though, it was the episode (laughs) one of season three. And we were in the workroom, right? Christmas challenge. Mm -hmm. And everything, you know how they're like, free for all. Run, girls. Go get the materials. You get to use whatever you want. And I was like, I saw that snowman. And I was like, yes, bitch. (laughs) I don't know how my mind works sometimes. I looked at it and I was like, now, see, that's going to be useful. Think about it. What was going through my mind at the time was I remember season two. And I was like, you know what? They kept Mystique. Didn't put her in the bottom with me. And I went home thinking, what did she do differently that I didn't? I was like, oh, she had a prop. 
She had that lampshade she was yeah. carrying on her head oh. and she did a split during the walk, the runway walk. So I was like, in order to stay, you have to do pull a stunt. Oh you need props. So that's why I grabbed that giant snowman. You see me dragging her across the floor. Uh-huh. I was like, now I know I'm not wearing this, but I'm going to figure out a way to put her in, bitch. I'm going to put her in. <laughs> and then this is how they got me. You know Drag Race loves to get you, girl. <laughs> and, and they will get me. What? So they didn't get tell out. me. <laughs> Shut up. They didn't tell us before we went onto the runway that anything that we used, we would be responsible. You know, the runway looks like we just step right onto it, but there are actually five large steps Stairs, that you have to take yes. up uh-huh. to get onto the runway backstage. Mm-hmm. Same well, as the executioner platform. Girl, hallelujah. Well, I had that 45-pound snow woman. Uh-huh. Now, mind nice. you, I'm wearing a paper mache lampshade on the bottom. You can't uh-huh. really squeeze up against something no. to press that it's going to break. Although it, it tore up anyway, we saw. But um, <laughs> so th- right before I go on, they're like, oh, Shanjo, that's a great idea. The snowman, a great idea. Um, You have to carry that up there yourself. <gasps> and I was like, now mind really? you, this is after I had dressed her. I had put the little weave on her head. <laughs> she had lips, you know, <laughs> and I was like, well, I can't just leave her behind. She looks so cute. She had an outfit that was kind of matching mine, but not exactly. You know, remember she had a little green secret top? Yeah. yeah. Yes. I put in work, bitch. So I was like, okay, Shanji, you can make it. So, girl, there I am with my bare legs. I didn't even wear no hose, episode one. Because right. I thought, oh, I thought, see, the way, the way you win. See, because this is back when I thought there's a strategy. Uh-huh. Then I learned, right. bitch, there ain't no strategy. Just go mm-hmm. and do your best. In my head, I was like, okay, they want real fish over here. Right. So, baby, I had real, oil sheened yeah. up my natural mm-hmm. leg, giving myself a lovely little shave. I had my little heels on under the snow globe. No pads. Just a tuck and panty uh-huh. and my fish legs. No shape, bitch. But I was in a globe. So, yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, good. Girl, I leaned over and had to carry Frostula up those five steps myself. I leaned her ass and did a roll. You know how you just yeah. roll something on the side like you uh-huh. carrying a heavy like uh-huh. bookshelf yeah. and you try to move it into a different room so you catty corn that bitch and lean it on one corner? That's how I leaned on one corner Frostula and then pushed her ass out there and then left her and then they said you had to go push her off too. I was like, damn. Oh, damn. And you know you gotta do the walk twice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, leave my snow woman up there. Just push her behind the board. I'm not bringing her <laughs> Damn. Damn. Damn, damn, damn. It God. didn't work, y'all. <laughs> I think I think it's smart that you were wearing bare legs because that uh that origami lamp thing would have snagged your tights when it ripped anyway. It could have, but I never thought it would get to that part because I baby, I knew I wasn't in the bottom. Mm-hmm. Let me tell y'all, I knew. My spirit said, bitch, I looked around the room. Now, this is why I could be delirious sometimes. <laughs> because even in season two, when I walked in, I tell everybody I walked in with a dream and no makeup on, okay? But it we took saw. me three hours to get ready. No! That's the real cracking, uh, bitch. It looked like I just threw on a wig and a one base coat. <laughs> if that. Trailer. Girl, when I came in, I had my little black uh, strapless dress on. And I thought I was so shoot, fish. Right? I'm sorry. I'm going back to season two. I'm so Go sorry. But, but I had, I thought, you know what? They, I was serving fish over here today. Season two. So instead of wearing a bra and just inserting little titties in the, I was, you know, I was baby. I just started doing drag. I'd only been doing drag for five months. I'd only done 10 shows total. I was wow. working once every two weeks at the Here Lounge hosting a Monday night show over there. Sassy. And I was getting painted by this guy named Ricky Jimenez who was doing my makeup for La Cage Au Faux at the Riverside Knightsbridge Theater over there, mm-hmm. which is where I got the idea. He told me, like, you should go do the drag show. And I'm like, oh, no, I've never done that before. He's like, no, you'll be good. I'll paint you. So when I got the call to go to Drag Race, I called them and said, now for our makeup artists that we bring, what do they need to pack? Because they 
had told me season one they got to bring a make not the girls but like it was just rumored that they yeah. got to bring someone so I was like oh, oh I'm taking gosh. my plus one I got my makeup artist he gonna get me together he'd like an ILC yeah they said uh, baby no this is a drag competition you'll be doing it yourself and they were like you do do it yourself I said yeah, yeah of course yeah. bitch I had to call the man he came to my house he did one half of my face and then I would do the other half yeah. and try to match it uh-huh. and so in getting ready to go they had put me together like a piece of paper with 18 steps like this is how you do your makeup yes. and like all my brushes were labeled like little little I'm very organized fish at times at uh-huh. times and I had all the brushes labeled like crease and like uh-huh. this one is like little notes on it written <laughs> so bitch when we all got to the um when we all got to the mirror Sahara <laughs> Sahara, God rest her soul. I, I miss her. She was there and she looked over at me and I pulled out my little kit, bitch, because I was packed. I was ready. I had a kit, a caboodle. Whole, it had three compartments uh-huh. and shit. I pulled out my caboodle, had my station. I had everything together. <laughs> I pulled out my brushes and laid them out in order. They were all labeled. And then I pulled out that piece of paper and she looked over at me. She said, sister, what is that? <laughs> I said, my steps paper with the makeup steps. Where's yours? <laughs> and she said not her face dark her face dropped bitch I said oh you forgot yours what? Oh, you can use mine girl <laughs> no. girl and so she was savvy she was savvy she knew a little more about TV than I did at the time so she started tapping her chest like tapping her, her mic, mic so they couldn't use the audio no. and she said to Bless. me cause she knew there were cameras behind the mirror me I didn't know nothing I was oh. like yes bitch look somebody at somebody needs to clean this mirror yeah. why is it weird <laughs> what is who is moving there are ghosts there's in rats here. in the wall girl probably uh, vermin <laughs> mickeys <laughs> they, they, put, so, they put shut down for vermin sorry go ahead bitch I'm telling you she looked at me and she started tapping her mic and she said in a low voice she just said sister just sit right here next to me do the best you can and I'm gonna touch you up before we go out there cause I can't let you go out there looking like that and I said looking like what bitch I thought I was the doll you could have <laughs> told me that I doll. wasn't winning and that's why in season 3 when I went back on stage I was thinking oh bitch they brought me back they brought me but the first episode is another sewing challenge I get it I get it I get uh-huh. it this is my episode I thought oh I'm winning Redemption. I, thought I, bitch, I thought I was winning I had yeah. the hair it was coiffed I had made the I earrings out of those glass um, ornaments you know mm-hmm. and I had uh, when we went to the thrift store earlier that day you know when I was looking like Jada Pinkett Smith and nobody clocked me literally didn't the I, essence I, of daywalking. When you watch it, watch. No pads. I thought I was fish yet again. Yeah. I had a little fish Didn't legs out. Didn't need Athletic. None. Jada Pinkett Smith. Uh, there's a little um, uh, gymnast I follow. I think her name is Mark Tom Dixia. Daly. I follow him too. <laughs> um, but like, she reminds me so much of you because her her routines are so energetic. She's done um, competitions to drag uh, songs and everything. She's amazing. Oh, I'm going to have to look her We're going to put her on Race Chaser Pod because I said her name wrong and I love her. I worship. <laughs> we'll get her She's together. so great. But I think the thing that's so hard did you is very indicative of Davenport because on ticked off uh, two girls with knives Colexus on the second to last day said come over here I'm gonna fix your nose I'm not letting you ruin my movie uh, so and that's very how they are too like that's how Kennedy will be she'd be like girl what the fuck you about to wear can I cuss I'm sorry yeah, oh, good. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah uh, she was like girl what the fuck you about to wear out here where is your jewelry I said <laughs> these are my earrings right here these are cute she goes Go get my bag over there, bitch, Aww. and put these topaz on and go with that topaz dress. <laughs> and don't and don't ask me shit else about it. And uh, I was like, okay, thank you. God She's bless like the a, Davenport. Yes. Oh, shit. 
Oh my gosh. So, so it was good times. And I and honestly, y'all, I didn't think I was going home. I thought, bitch, they brought me back to keep me. So when they're naming the girls, first they did the top three, and I was like, okay, I guess I can mm-hmm. see it. Who had won? Raja. She looked nice, but I didn't know about Vivian Westwood. I was I'm not a fashion girl at the time. I didn't really right. interest in designers, except the shit that I sketched out the back of my grandmama's uh JCPenney catalog. Uh-huh. So I was like, okay, she's on the ground, like rubbing herself in snow. Well, she going home. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you were like, she's out. She laid on it's the ground her. in her nice clothes. Oh, she's going to the house. <laughs> and then, and then, uh, who else was in the top? They had um, uh, Mimi. Well, she thought she was winning with the Virgin Mary. And I thought that was kitschy. That was cute because she had had a ball, a boohoo breakdown the day before. Oh, yeah. So I'm gonna lip sync for my motherfucking life. Yeah, she was crying all that about this uh, Virgin Mary. She and was getting I was camera like, time. That's what she was doing. Poor baby, she going to the house. I said she going home, and she wasn't. She actually almost won the challenge. So I was like, okay, they got me in the safe group. Mm-hmm. They start calling the names, bitch. Oh my God. They got out to the bottom three. I'm in it. I said, now Sahara. No, 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 that was season two. Season three, I was in the bottom with Venus. So it's me, mm-hmm. Venus, and one other person who barely escaped. And I was like, oh, I know she must be in the bottom then. It was Carmen, right. And I was like, well, she only came out here with a piece of mistletoe and a belt. <laughs> so I know she's in the house. They ain't no, she just took the, you know, it's a border. Like it's just, you know, in elementary school, they used to put the borders <laughs> yeah. at the top yeah. of the wall. It looked just like a border trim. and a mistletoe. Yeah. So yeah, I was like, sure. oh yeah, poor baby. Chalkboard. She looked pretty, but she going home. I was <laughs> like, she, oh, and she had wheeled the box. I was like, I already did it. <laughs> right. I did it coming in the door, girl. <laughs> it was my box action that she used. Wow. So anyhow, um, I was like, they didn't bring me back to Simi on the first episode. And bitch, when they called her safe and it was me and Venus saying that means Shangela, you are up for elimination. Bitch, I was cracked. Yeah. I said, they brought me back to make a fool out of me. <gasps> yeah. Oh, Rukuku, bitch. Rukuku. She pulled out a Rukuku out her ass. Okay, so I was really like, Oh my, in that moment, I like, that's what I, you see, I start tearing up because I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, I'm going to be the queen that went home first two seasons oh, in a row. You, you turn gosh. around and clear a tear and it's so elegant. Girl, I had Go to back. clear. Yes, look at me. I look lovely. Now, see, I did myself that day. Look at my baseball cap. See, they didn't tell us that it was important to look nice out of drag as well as in drag. So, you know, I just brought workout clothes the whole season. I thought you looked <laughs> you nice. Look Thank you. <laughs> there are some, uh, but see, okay, so I'm about to give y'all the whole tea. Look at Carmen. The belt. <laughs> Two pieces of tool. She bat, bat. She's like, and I'm ready for battle. Yeah. She's ready. Oh, when I turned back around, bitch, I was like, okay, if they're going to send me, they're going to have to edit the hell out of this because I'm about to dog walk. I'm about to do everything I can. I think that's why they put Fish you in there. They knew you were going to like fucking slay. They knew what you do at that point. You had won, well, a, you had won EOY at that point. They knew. Yeah, and I was standing there in front of Vanessa Williams who looked so gorgeous and I was like, yeah. same hair, same hair. Yeah, mm, I wouldn't go that far, but we were similar. <laughs> similar. <laughs> that being said, I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm going home. And if I if I was going home, I was gonna fight my ass off t- before I went. Yeah. And then it got interesting because when they did, you know, the light change and it's time for you to lip sync. This is back in the day when they didn't let the girls go change clothes before. No. Now you get the option to go change and put on your bucking outfit, you know. Character shoes. Yeah. Sure. I was about to buck over here with no hose, greasy legs, a Gorgeous. corset with my boy nipples gonna be coming out the top. <laughs> I hadn't pinned the wig in because, bitch, I wasn't going home. Right. right. Why just pin the wig? It. Just rest it on home. top. Yeah, exactly. Just rest it. And my ear 
earrings. Here's the real cracking. So literally cracking. Uh, my earrings I had made out of those glass Christmas ornaments that they had provided yeah. to us. Well, as I'm performing, you know, they start falling off and hitting the ground. So well, they crack and break. Floor. So now there's glass all over the ground. <gasps> well, now I'm doing my number. My shoes start popping off. Oh, well, no. So now I'm barefoot oh fish, dancing, no hose, no, no hose nothing, naked protection. legs, and I'm death dropping with my naked body onto these shards of glass <gasps> all over the stage, okay? Oh so at God. the end of this number, okay, look at Venus. She whipped out, whipped She's Venus, take her hat, oh, her wig, slingshotting, slingshotting a fucking it. ponytail. And, and you know what? We were both in this moment just like, whatever we can do to stay. We want, we, I knew the number, I knew she knew it. It was just like, I don't think she meant to like you know, assault me. We were just, you know, you're just desperate in that moment. You yeah. are desperate to stay. You don't want to go home. It really feels like walking a plank, Ridge or guillotine. Yeah. So um, after the number was done, I'm standing there and that's, you know, adrenaline's going. You don't feel nothing. Mm -hmm. Now I broke my leg on stage. I can't tell you what it felt like. Halloween. Because when I went down, the crowd went, yeah. And I tried to get back up like, yeah. And then I was like, oh shit, leg. So oh I, in this moment, after the, it doesn't, your adrenaline starts dying down, I was like, ow, 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 ow. And I'm looking at myself and I'm bleeding all out of my thumb. Oh my there were shards God. of glass all in my hand. There was, my legs were bleeding down the side. And they're like, oh, can we get a, we need to get a cleanup for Shangela. We need like a, and I told them, don't touch me. Nobody touch me. And they were like, what's wrong with this bitch? And I was like, if I go home, drama. You know, I was dramatic, bitch. I said, if I go home, I want to let them know I bled for this. Oh, and my bitch, gosh. I stood there, leg, ble bloody legs. And poor uh, Vanessa was looking around like, is somebody going to help her or no? <laughs> I mean, is this what y'all do over here? And she was like, <laughs> what the fuck? So anyhow, I'm standing there in my little panty because my skirt is gone. She's gone. Yeah. I'm in a panty, bare legs, no hips, no pads. So beveled. Beveled. Oh, I was still that girl michelle yeah, you're an michelle would say this michelle said throughout the season if no matter what she's wearing if she has a gown to the floor lift it up i bet you she's standing there with her ankles crossed that's yeah. how i said now she thought i was being proper no that's just how i held my balance for being there in 20 hours right. standing there but but edwards we're proper yeah. girls anyhow um so they didn't get in and i ended up staying and when i walked to the back hobbled to the back I literally get into Manila's arms and just break down crying it's just so much emotion yeah. it was all that plus I was in pain bitch as soon as they wrapped the episode and they're like girls come back on stage you know we come on we're like woo hey kid or whatever the song is dancing or whatever um they, that was not my stomach y'all that was not my stomach growling but <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you when we finished doing it they literally had to take me right to the emergency room. Remember Heather? Yeah, the producer Heather. Heather. Hair. Yes, honey. Heather sat with me all night in the emergency room in Culver City because uh. that's down where we filmed at mm -hmm. the time. And I had to have, I didn't have to have stitches, but they had to go in there and like tweezer remove all of the shards of glass. glass. And so the second episode, you only catch it once or twice. Now, you know me, I was thinking, well, shit, if they send me home, I'm going to sue. <laughs> but I But in the second episode, you'll see the confessional or even maybe first one, my finger is wrapped. Uh, my thumb is oh in a big giant God. bandage. And the rest of my legs was wrapped and all that because I was like all cut up after yeah. the episode. But we had to keep going. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time all in one place. 
all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days and it's important to stand out. Good web design will engage your audience. You know it's true. Right, and the business needs a website to feel real. And that's why Squarespace is so important. The good people at Drag Queen of the Year use it with great success. It's true, we did. We said we need a website and we need it fast. And guess what? Squarespace is fast and it looks really good. You don't have to know code or anything. Yeah, Squarespace has Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system. It's never been easier. Start with a best in class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. Plus, you can easily sell your products on an online store. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. And the analytics are detailed and very helpful. Learn where your site visits are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. You can even build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. They've got it all. So check out squarespace.com slash drag for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code DRAG, drag. to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash drag. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So, you were nice enough to bring us a gift. Oh, um, yeah, you know, I'm cordial southern fish. You got show that merch. Something. We <laughs> each got a lovely soft blouse. I love the quality of the shirt. It's really wearable. nice. Very wearable. It's gorgeous. And it says, um, I don't have a sugar daddy. I never had a sugar daddy. If I wanted a sugar daddy, yes, I could probably go out and get one. Because I am what? Sickening. Yes! (laughs) Uh, I love this blouse. I can't wait to wear it everywhere. And of course, this is like, this is one of the most iconic phrases or sayings that has come out of Drag Race. Oh, that's good times. Thank you. In that moment with Mimi, I'm first. I mean, can you tell us a little, like, what was, what? what? I want to see the receipts. (laughs) Oh, I want to see the receipts. Come on, Whitney. I was waiting for it. Whitney. Um, These are my bones, Diane. Okay, well, first of all, thank you for the shout out on the t-shirt. All Shangela merch is available at Shangela.com. It's made out of the same cotton that the American Apparel t-shirts used to be made out of. You know what I'm talking about? I knew I loved it. That's my face. I loved it. I was like, I want to, like, feel like I can sleep in this t-shirt and be fish, bitch. Mm -hmm. So, um, that being said, yes, that was a fun moment. I never knew it would be, like, as, I guess what they say, legendary or last as long Mm -hmm. and be continuously coming back as it continues to do. It's like Mariah Carey Christmas every year. Oh, yes. It's great. Except I don't get a check every time, but I surely wish I did like Mariah Carey Christmas. But I will tell you, um, in that moment, I was just so heated because it came out of left field, like that comment, like, boo, just because you have a sugar daddy. Because I was like, I just met this bitch two days ago. Right. And she, she was trying me, that And way. I don't know her. And you know how TV is. If something's said on TV and you don't refute like, it, refute it, uh-huh. it becomes truth. 
Right. And I was like, first of all, I don't, ha- and all those words I'm saying, I, even I'm about to break into it now, I don't have a sugar daddy. <laughs> I never had a sugar daddy. And I, and I was like, because everything I had for, I worked for to get myself. And yes. I, I'm falling into the speech again. I yeah, built myself from the ground up. So, you know, but it, it was the truth. And um, yeah, it just went left, bitch. It went left. That plus, you know, we had had a couple cocktails back then. The drink maximum was two. They would bring you two cocktails. And after not eating and standing for a long time, Bitch, two cocktails, a little one, you know, back then I was 134, honey. I was 134. <laughs> um, and I could, two cocktails would send me over, girl. So when I threw the drink at her, people asked me all the time, Shangie, you threw a drink? I'm like, it was ice and melted ice. I drank all the drink. <laughs> <Trust me. laughs> Don't get it, just Now, let's just trying to cool her down. She knew you, she looked hot. She was sweating. She was trying to give her some ice. With the eyes all over. Girl, I, we sit back, and I hope Mimi can sit back and laugh at that too. I look back and I sit with Mariah sometimes, and we laugh, bitch. We were just, Everybody was just so loose-lipped, you uh-huh. know. And also, we right. had no reason to be fighting, bitch. We had won the challenge. Yeah, we were space bitches. I had won the episode, <laughs> so I was happy to be going through to another episode. So I was. We could have just sat in there and chilled and kikied, but they had wrecked poor Mimi because they made her. I'm not gonna say they made her, but you know how it is. She felt like she was winning. All the and signs she had pointed to of, I'm winning. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then when Bruce said, "You know what? We're gonna just crown the." Both of y'all, and they put it on her face, and she's like, "Oh shit, this is my episode, bitch!" Yes, and they said, uh-huh. "Alexis and Shinja, you're the winners." They crack cracked her. her. So when it we went up crack. to the room to chill, she was in crack mode. She was already <laughs> starting to crack, bitch. And they were like, "Ask Mimi why she upset." And we're like, "So, Mimi, what's wrong with you, Book?" I'm not thinking anything about it because I'm like, "We're all happy. We just won the challenge." Right. And she she's was like, safe. "Well, like, what's the problem?" It just here? felt like there was a lot of the same. Now I feel like you're attacking me. And you know, back then, Shanji was rowdy. They're twins. They're supposed to be the same. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. But I was like... You know, back then, I was just more like... I had so much to prove. And also, I was... I was rowdy. I was Cardi B rowdy, you know. Yeah. So, um, Bad words. She, she was like, um, boo, just because you have a, uh, no, no, before the sugar daddy, she was like, you know, there were a uh, hundred, I said, up oh, thousand Judy times. Judy Hooker. Yeah, she said, well, there were a lot of other Judy Jetson hookers. Judy Jetson Hooker. Oh, so I'm a Judy Jetson Hooker. I'm a Judy Jetson Hooker. And then she was like, I just felt that was more the same. And you're different. She said, uh, well, it was Lee Bowery, girl. And I said, girl, because last time on the runway, now look, I'm following into the whole episode, uh, but it was true. Last time on the runway, they had asked her if she could deliver glamour. Can you the, do glamour? You know, and she said, yes. <laughs> and so the, when she came out there today, she wasn't, gl- that wasn't glamour. Mm-hmm. So I was, you know, like, you know, and also you're like, okay, I was telling her, girl, you know, last time they asked you, do you could deliver glamour? You told them yes. But today you sit up here with eyes glued all over your head. Is that what you feel like you delivered? And she was like, no. And so we just, she and I were already going back and forth. At the time, you know, at the time, and this is not now, Mimi and I have hung out since then. You know, I've seen her, I wish her well always. But at the time, she just got on my nerves. Mm-hmm. She, you know, she's shaving her head in the in the room for no reason. Mm-hmm. Camera time kind of antics that I thought I was, you know, I came from Texas. I was a pageant girl. So I'm thinking, you know, these are the criteria to win the pageant. So yeah. every, what is all this extra going on over here? Shaving right. heads and falling out and crying. And I might just have to let, what, girl, did you doing too much? So I was like, God, please don't put her on our team. And then she's on our team. And I was like, Shangie, just suck it up. So we were already just like, 
you know, but at I mean, each other's throats a little yeah. bit yeah. during that. And then when she said I had a sugar daddy, I was like, bitch, you don't know me. Right. So then I went in. But it wasn't, I don't think that's the way I would like, because I came, you know, we had a break after that episode unexpectedly. Everyone mm-hmm. thinks it was from, because of me. It was totally was not because of me. I don't have that kind of power, okay? <laughs> as much as I wish I ran more of the Wonder Bitch, no. <laughs> if that was the case, we would have seen All Stars 3 come out a lot differently. All Girl, right. that was a face crack. Yeah. I have that saved in my phone sometimes because I send that to people when they give me bad news. The face crack? Oh, the one in the gray in the gray dress with the curled bob blonde hair. Oh. When you go from this is it to oh yeah oh but you know stars born all stars yeah it's all worked out in the end well for mm, you. Anyway. It has. Mm. I mean, you know what? I look back on it. People ask me, you know, if there's anything you would wanted to change, and I tell them now. I'm gonna tell them, stay tuned for my new uh, stand up comedy show called Chandelier Shook, which is now a 90 minute feature, Word. which will be coming out on a streaming service very, very, very soon. All so, right. That means it has it recaps every episode of All Stars in a hilarious way. There are stories, there are anecdotes, there's never before told stories. It's it's really funny. Yeah. And we toured with it last year, and I'm excited it's going to be like available for around the world uh, within a couple weeks. That's so, so cool. Congratulations. Yes. That's yeah, awesome. I'm yes. So, but anyway, season three though, it was gaggy. And I knew looking back at it, when I watch it, because it's on like what, Hulu or yeah, Amazon like now? All, one through five are on Hulu and Untucked season four is finally available and like all the Untucks, I think, I guess too. Woohoo! Untucked all the Untucks, was, like, really? Untucked really? season four was never available for some reason, people told me. But now oh, that was a good one, bitch. I like, when I tell people to go watch, I, I mean, you know, love to all the girls, but my favorites to get my life on when it was unfiltered, nobody went in with a, it. You know, the longer a show goes, the more you think you figured out how to make exactly, it, yeah. how to be relevant, how to have a catchphrase. Because the participants yeah. grew up watching it. And then, right. Yeah, we were an age of innocence, kind of, in a way. Very much so. Yeah. Like, Hallelujah, I never went in there going, okay, I want Hallelujah to become a thing. I'm going to wear Hallelujah on a t shirt. No. It was just it was something that I said prior to being on Drag Race that yeah. I said a lot during Drag Race and just happened yeah. to be a thing. That being said, I love watching three, four, five, and six. Those to me were the sweet spot when it really hit into a, again, no shade to any of the other girls. I've little seasons. I'm sure I'm going to get a text or two, bitch, you don't watch my season. <laughs> I have seen it. I enjoyed I was probably but, on it. Yeah, time. probably was. Yeah. But really, two, three, little two, but yeah, two. Two, three, four, and five, and six, bitch slays it for me. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Agreed. Back when they had a gold bar. Remember over in the gold bar? Over in the, oh, gold, the gold bar. bar. Shangela and Alyssa, Shangela and Alexis are going in about Mimi. <laughs> Bitch, did you hear what no, she let's said? Get it. What is the preamble? Let's get it straight before you want to read. What now let's it get it together before you want to read. Because I <laughs> wanted to get preamble. it together. I wanted to get it together. That's the preamble before the Constitution starts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Completely. It's truth. I want to just touch base on the reunion episode um, before before. Um, so the reunion. Oh, my Billy B mug. Yes, I so love it was that. Billy B who painted you. I love that yes. orange cheek. He introduced was, me to orange blush. Too. He gave me orange. Yes, he gave me a lot of things uh, in that look that I was like, okay, <laughs> Billy. But you know what? Let me tell you to Billy's credit. Back then, and <laughs> as you can see on my arrival time now, not much has changed. But I was, you know, you I was a time. beginner drag 
Grace Girl and getting ready for the reunion and Billy lived in Hollywood and we were filming down in Culver City. So Mm. I was like, I have like a very limited time. I had to get up super, super early and I was rushed and you know, it's you're going through like what outfit am I going to wear? Did I wear my so I had to pack my bag and I was packing the morning of and then going to Billy's, getting all my shit, going inside. Billy was there, he wanted to paint me. But the girl who still needed to do my hair as well. And she was like, if I don't start the hair, Lady K did my hair, I believe. She's oh. like, if I don't start the hair now, is a drag queen uh, here in LA at the time. EOY, she, she b- yeah. nosebleed. Lady K, she yep. busted her Shout face. Shout out to Lady K. <laughs> she did Britney, girl. Hey, Lady K. Lady K. Uh, so she was like, I have to start her hair. So she was trying to do my hair while Billy was trying to paint me. And I was using my natural hairline because I thought great. that's going to be fish. Yeah. You know, and, you know, it's my. It, what I've learned over time is practice to stay at home, not to go out. And this was Billy's first time painting me. And in getting to know oh. any girl, any to, now Billy B is a professional, amazing makeup artist. Yeah. But doing drag queens is sometimes it's different than doing different. women. And yes. even though I thought I had a small fishy face, there are certain things you do in drag that make that you yes. just don't do when doing a woman. Beer cover. He painted me like a woman. Okay, right. we weren't using the Dermablend thick foundation, right. so it looks fine, but it wasn't my favorite look. And people know, I, you know, you know when Shangela paints herself versus when somebody else painted me. And Dang. I was just honored to have Billy B's. Yeah. When he said, "Shangela, I want to paint you," I was like, "Done, sign, seal, delivers." And but shout out to him, he was great. He did it for free. I went to his house. Then I had to race down to Culver City. And then I remember um, what time was what was the call time? Probably nine, and we didn't start shooting till one thirty, girl. Wow! But you know how that goes. That's yeah. TV. Yeah. All I knew was I was like, well, her purse is on her chair, so I was like, she probably just came right in. Well, okay. You know, oh, as was we gonna have our yeah. purse, baby. You know, a lady is never too sure. <laughs> yeah, handbag. You have to have you uh, certain things in your purse, bitch, in your clutch. You want to be able to have your little powder puff, you know. So between takes, you can just give yourself that mm-hmm. nice poochie. Of I want to reapply my lip gloss during uh-huh. the set because yeah. I want to be nice and shiny boots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Billy B had made me a touch up bag, girl. <laughs> I love it. Little, the kit that you give the girl before you go on the runway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chanel used to have like eighteen belly bags for our season. Of like Ziploc. What about Chanel? Chanel was a PA when I met her, and then she went to a producer bitch, and then she continued wow. to climb and do well. I'm she, so proud of she her. She was um she got a producer credit on um Wigstock, the work, the thing that Neil just produced. Professional, and, honey. Yeah, she's living it. And you know what? I recently ran into another guy who was a PA who is now a producer on some other project. The one who married uh, Frank. Meli, Meli, M E L I. He was also a story producer or a PA. I don't want to. I want to say PA. Forgive me, Frank, if I'm saying that wrong. But baby, everybody's moving up. I live. You remember um, Shaga? Of course, Shaga, Shaga. Mm-hmm. went on to work for Bravo Housewives. and Housewives. He did a show about um, this Crown Candy Kitchen in St. Louis. That mm-hmm. was real. He's done so many things. I've seen yep. in touch with him, He's baby. Uh, the other guy who's a story producer, Jacob Eisenberger. Who, uh, not Jacob. Remember him, but uh, Paul. Paul. I didn't have. I Paul. went to his wedding, bitch. I got his number right here. Hold on. Hit Paul. Y'all know Paul. Anyway, he went on to be the vice president of development for a number of reality. Uh, companies. I don't know. Paul O'Malley. Mm-hmm. I didn't have. Her. Went to his wedding up in. Girl, I went to his wedding. Beautiful girl up in Vermont. The kind of shit uh-huh. that you you know hear about on Scandal mm-hmm. with uh, Olivia Pope <laughs> Jam in Vermont. We were out there at a bed and breakfast in the back 
vineyard of a oh it's bougie. fits to come through bougie bitch it was bougie of course i was late so i walked <laughs> yeah. in and then realized i walked in between the first groom and the second groom walking no. yes bitch Just, were you in drag excuse me no. excuse me excuse me he's coming y'all he's coming oh my god i was so embarrassed i didn't realize that it was during the wedding processional that i was Play walking my in track <laughs> six bitch <laughs> damn um chanel was actually Actually, the one that is kind of credited by like Manila and Raja for like telling the producers about the Heather Booger thing that because the girls were staying at the hotel and like talking around and she was she the way the girls tell it is that she's the one that kind of like slipped that into story and told them to talk about it in the workroom like a little so long, I owe her a visit and cuss her out one good time <laughs> you owe her pick a, pick a let switch me tell from you the something. back see that in watching the season you know because we know we don't see it until it airs so right. you think that you have certain relationships with people that you may or may not have until after the air when it comes out you be like oh she yeah. really was reading the dog that's shit that's why I haven't me. watched all my untucks because I want to remember it the way I want to remember it nope I watch all of it and call <laughs> the girls up <laughs> hello <laughs> y'all know me Shanji will give a bitch a call you just Curtis. tried to wake Violet to find out what kind of stone she had you're like yo she's in Paris I'll FaceTime her yeah I will cause I want she told me Rizzoli is Rizzoli a stone I think it is y'all we can try calling her again what time is it in Paris France right now anyway she's a fashion week I'll wake a bitch up she know I love her but she all her bags for work the world was so heavy I said girl you why are your bags so heavy bitch she said girl Rizzoli stones Bugle, bugle beads. Girl. Uh, expen- my clothes are expensive, baby. I said, oh, Lord, here she go, wearing bricks. Let's pack some fucking feathers. Pack but lighter, truth bitch. be told, this whole head, I want to get back to this head, the bugle yeah, bullshit. Sorry. In watching, and I get it, you know, TV and all that, but the only thing I had a problem with, especially after seeing it, because if you watch, no one ever says that to our face. Probably, I don't ever hear it until maybe episode five or six. And mm-hmm. I'm still scared. I don't even know that. Maybe they never said it to my face. And bitch, had they said it to my face, it would have been God a thing no. in the workroom. Yeah. So that whole Heather Booger thing, they were calling each other Heather, but they weren't out there saying, and I'm talking about Raja, Manila, uh, Carmen, and Delta, all yeah. of whom I would consider, you know, cute homegirls now. Mm-hmm. I could call them all up, say, girl, let's go get a bite. Let's go get a coffee. Everything's cool. Yeah. So everyone listening to this, remember, this was in 2010 or 11, which was at least eight years ago. So nobody's still mad. We're so not drumming up no new drama. Summer 2010 aired January 2011. There so you go. Almost a decade. So I'm not mad and I'm not, you know, we're not starting drama, but I'm just going back to that moment. Yeah. And in watching this season, I was so upset because I'm like, and especially, okay, so no one ever called me Booger to my face the whole season. I can it definitely say that. It was only in the confessionals. Only in the confessionals right. or to each other. Yep. So I yeah. was like, that's shady. That's slick behind. with the mouth. Yeah, slick. Scary slick. Because you over there saying it over there, but you can't bring it to my face. Right. Okay? That's what I don't like. I don't like that. I'm a straight up girl. Yeah. So in addition to that, like, um, we were... I thought we were all friends up until episode four, the cake challenge. Because mm-hmm. the cake challenge is where we all got on the runway and Ruth said, okay. Pineapple. Pineapple, ooh, upside ooh, ooh. down cake. Yep. Would you be happy uh, with a pineapple upside down uh, cake? <laughs> <laughs> Single cherry. <laughs> they got Miguel. So, girl, they, um, they, that's when RuPaul said, who do you think should go home? And the girls, now we get it. We had to say somebody. Yeah, everyone has to say somebody. Mm-hmm. But the reason, standing on the stage, you have to put yourself in my shoes. I thought everybody was, this is how Shanji rolls. Everybody's my friend. 
That's right. what I just thought. Everybody's my friend. It's a competition, yes, but I'm hugging you in the workroom. I'm like, sis, this. It's a competition, yes, but everybody's my friend. That's what I think. Yes. So we get on the stage and they're bringing up stuff that is not she should go home because her outfits are full. But she talks too much. She's loud. Mm-hmm. She's always allelooing. It was hallelujah. Hallelujah. She's always hallelooing. <laughs> like you know? Manila ain't just And I'm loud. like, Manila, this is my homegirl. Like, this is Sahara's husband. Like, I've yeah. been to her house in New York. We have kicked it. Like, we're yeah. friends outside of here. What? Like, I was so cracked, bitch. So the emotions that I'm going through on the stage are very authentic and real because I'm like, did they just Okay, okay, that's how we're going to play. All right. Okay, that's the T, fine. So when we get to the untucked bitch, I am thrown. Emotionally, I'm wrecked. Of course. And I'm pissed, too, because y'all could have told me. Mind you, at the hotel, this is back before. Thank you. (laughs) He probably already had through the foundation. but um, (laughs) Back in season three, we didn't have as many strict rules about the hotel and everyone talking and all this. So on the weekends, they used to let us hang out together. And we could like go to the pool together. We could get in the like a a rec room. It stopped after me. Sorry, guys. Okay, well, good luck. We were, I mean, Mm -hmm. Manila, who cut? The pool, the mall, the beach. Carmen Carmen knew how to cut hair with clippers, like men's cut. She used to cut, uh, who she give an edge up to? Manila, Delta Delta and Raja did all their hair. In yeah. the uh, in the break room, we yeah. were all just hanging out. So we would kick it and party and like dance. So I thought these are my homegirls, bitch. Yeah. We get on the stage and they dog read me. So yeah. I was like, okay, now I don't trust. Yeah, you now can't. I'm like, you can't. So what are y'all saying in the room? I never thought nobody was saying nothing about me. I was like, these are my girls. Yeah. So Hollywood. In that being, and you know me, I also had loose lips. Shanji was reading too, but I was reading. I never read anybody for anything about themselves. You talk too much, you tall, you none of that. It was all like clothing. I didn't I didn't see it. You know, I'm a pageant girl from Texas. I was like, okay, her boots don't match her skirt. She going home. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. So I, my feelings really were hurt in that moment. So when we get to that room and the girls are going in and then like it was just so much extra stupid drama brought up that it just continued to escalate from there. And that's when we started to divide. That's when everyone started to divide because I was like, you can't trust those girls. But the girls who had stood up for me, Alexis, Yara, Stacy, yeah. Mariah, I was like, okay, these are my homegirls. So that's how we kind of got to divide during the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's a big dressing room. You can't fit everybody at that mirror anyway. It's sometimes best to not sit at the mirror. I didn't like The mirror it. is always a little drama. You can focus that, more and get your stuff done on yeah. your table, girl. Just bring Damn. your little mirror. Mm-hmm. But you don't get it in as many shots because you're not with <laughs> right. the cameras at the thing. See, when I was first in the room and I knew this was going to be my strategy, I said I will take the station closest to the mirror and the work table. So I had my work triangle of about three feet. I was right in the corner. It was oh, yeah. I saw you, girl, when you got up on your boat and you started singing. Yeah. My boat at- is pretty. <laughs> yes, Alaska hit the nose. <laughs> Yes! Yeah, that bitch has stickers. I brought them. I was going to end up wearing them, but the boat worked out better. They're scented, I heard. Mm -hmm, They smell like a sticker. (laughs) You have your own podcast now, too. Yes. Uh, What is that all about? Oh, my gosh. Uh, I started it initially as a Game of Thrones podcast, as a recap, uh, because I loved Game of Thrones. And so for the most recent season, the final season, I did podcasts. And then I was having fun doing it, and people were listening. So I was like, okay. You got some good guests, too. Yeah. First season, uh, we did 10 episodes the first season. We had Andy Cohen, uh, Lena Waithe. 
uh, Yvette Nicole Brown, Niecy Nash, um, great people. And then this season, I'm excited. We're coming back in the fall, uh, just like in a couple weeks. And you can find that on anywhere podcast to listen to for free. Honey, Apple, Stitcher, blah, 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 Spotify. Um, it's called Shangela appropriate oh, and right. the podcast mm-hmm. and uh, this season we've yours? got <laughs> i don't know girl shangela that's what wanda sykes called me the other night when she got on stage i'm so honored to be here being honored alongside shia diamond and shangela <laughs> damn wanda this <laughs> is on the wrong saliva uh, it was good times though but yeah listen tune in tune in we come out every thursday in this new season we're gonna have like uh great people um did you just have Alyssa milano Alyssa milano will be on this season I am we have a couple of drag race girls on this season. We have I, well, you guys are coming on over it. this Can season. We please? I yes. just did Nicole Byer again. Love her. She's love. hilarious. I did Largo with her last night. Oh my gosh, she's so much we fun. We had so much fun. I talked to her. We're the same shoe size too. So I was like, anytime you need some some oh, styling. Word. Yeah. I told her, why aren't you wearing those shoes though when you be stripping, bitch? Because she's on the uh always doing pole dancing class. She says she, she loves a mismatch, a mismatch sock. Oh. Uh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That bitch ain't never got on two socks that match. I said, girl, you know, that bothers me, girl. I'm OCD, bitch. I like things to, you know, fit. And t- if pictures on the wall, anywhere I go, if the frame is like shifted, I have to like go and like straighten it. It's yeah. so weird. Oh, wow. But yeah, I love Nicole. She's, She's on the podcast. The best. Um, do you want to stay for our next segment? Yeah, can I? Yeah. I'm Please. having a good time. We'll be back. Welcome back, and we are about to dive right into segment two, which you know as Let's Get Political, Political, I Wanna Get Political, Let Me See Your Poly <laughs> Oh, um, so this impeachment... Crushed it. This impeachment... <laughs> Record that one. That's the... That Print set it. it. Fr- freeze it. Print it. Freeze we're, it. It's perfect. We're recording on vinyl. Yeah. <laughs> We're um, doing a pressing. <laughs> press. Very pressed. Um, this impeachment inquiry, I'm happy to hear about it. I don't know what it really means. Isn't impeachment just meaning bring, being brought up on formal charges on the floor? Well, it's it doesn't a necessarily very, mean losing office, right? It's a hot button word. Uh, the, the the main words that have just been being echoed in all of the news right now are whistleblower and impeachment. So basically, uh, I mean, what I think of when I hear impeachment is that's like, oh, the president's going to be kicked out of the White House. But it's really actually a very long road. This is an impeachment inquiry. So Nancy Pelosi is like, okay, I support an inquiry, which means they're going to start looking into whether they can do an impeachment. And an impeachment Uh, is not a removal of office. An impeachment is a trial. So like that could be um, the... So it's a very long road. This doesn't necessarily mean that the president That's is the leaving office. <laughs> right. Toot toot. Um, it basically means uh, we're curious about looking into whether we can investigate it. Well, I mean, Nancy seems to know that factually she's a she didn't blink that whole time. I was like, she's fucking serious. <laughs> and B, she laid it out. These are factually things that, you know, he can't profit from bringing the president. There's something saying that. And the the Ukraine thing, like, that's what I keep hearing about. And that, was, that seems like a dere- dereliction of duty for sure. Like, you didn't do your job if you're do- telling other co- Like, yeah. fuck. And he's the president. Yes. And we know. I mean, everyone knows that he has done unscrupulous things in his business before being the president in his time 
as a president with her hair. This is <laughs> this is sort of going beyond, and so that's why they're sort of like, okay, we can like see a trial. I think the good news that could come. It's very rare that an impeachment will take a president out of office. It's never happened. Two presidents have been impeached in the past. And Nixon resigned before they could get him, right? But he would have been probably removed. Well, no, he wouldn't have been, probably. If he would have stuck it out and just said, you know what, fuck it. Yeah, I did what I did. Get over it. It probably wouldn't have left office. Uh But he was very ashamed and his his party was very ashamed. And like it was the 70s. So they were like, we can't believe this shit is happening. You should just leave before it gets ugly. Mm -hmm. But like then Bill Clinton, it sort of happened. And... And he was like, you know what? Yeah, I got my dick sucked. Get over it. And then we all just kind of got over it. it. Um, And I don't think that this current president has any shame or is going to be like, oh, no, people think I'm bad. Because, like, obviously. But the good news is that this is an investigation. And and then back in, like, the 1800s, it was who? Johnson? Andrew Johnson. (laughs) Did he leave office? Um, he did, in fact, get impeached and got kicked out of office. And he did. So it did happen once. But Bill Clinton got acquitted in the Senate. Okay. Because you have to get votes in the House and then Mm -hmm. they kick it to the Senate Mm -hmm. and the Senate's like the trial. So Clinton was in the Senate and then he uh, got acquitted. So he stayed in office. Cute. (laughs) How nice. How Um, nice for him. Well, the Senate is owned by the president's party right now, so it's very unlikely. However, the good news is that there's this is probably going to lead to an investigation where they can demand that they get testimony from people on all sides of every issue. So, like, this could start implicating and taking down people who have been diehard, you know, supporters, which I don't know. We're already starting to see, like, some cracks in the wall that is around him. I wonder, like, it took Kenneth Starr four years preparing his report before they took it through the process and Clinton was acquitted. So I'm wondering if, like, hopefully when Trump is out of office in 2020, when did we elect a new person again? 2020. 2020. 2020. Can Trump still be charged after he's president? Apparently, the state of New York is just ready. Oh, they're going to charge him. Well, because you can't like, be hey. you can't, charge him up. You can't. You, you can't be. You can't go undergo criminal charges when you're the president. You can only do these kind of things. So they're like, we're going to throw literally the everything he into becomes trying a citizen. To... Oh, nice. Apparently, they just have everything stacked against him. Good. Let's vote him out, babes. How is why... Giuliani from New York? That's his lawyer. Never mind. I don't even know. You're busy on scruff. It's very, wow. very important wow. that you are registered to vote. Um, it, it does matter. So um, you can literally just Google how do I register to vote and you fill out a form and it's super easy. So please register to vote and uh, vote properly. Thank you. <laughs> On October 8th, the Supreme Court will hear arguments on Title VII. During the proceedings, justices will consider whether anti-LGBT discrimination is a form of sex discrimination and thus prohibited under Title VII, which bars discrimination based on sex in the workforce. Right. This is a huge deal because it could roll back major rights for LGBTQ Americans. We have Peppermint with us on the phone to talk about this issue, and she is right here. Dialing in. 
Hello. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, my gosh. You're really there. I'm here. Oh, my Where gosh. Are you? We Because we called and got your voicemail, and your voicemail literally starts the exact same way. You're like, hello. <laughs> 100%. I, I forgot that. <laughs> Thank you so much for talking with us. I know you're like super busy. Um, uh, so we really appreciate it. Especially now that you're recurring on the CBS show God Friended Me. Ooh. Hello, darling. Yeah. Hello. CBS October 6th. Pastor. Work. Pastor Olivia. What did you say? Uh, it's, it's October 6th. It starts, right? Pastor Olivia. Yeah, Pastor Olivia starts October 6th. She, she gets into the world of God Friend of Me on October 6th. The season premiere was last Sunday, so people have the opportunity to go back and catch up on everything that they need to catch up on before uh, before joining me, before I join with them. Nice. Uh, this opportunity is being used especially to talk about the stuff that's the shit that's going down on October 8th. Uh, can you talk on that for a little bit for us and tell us what to do? How to help? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. There's there's a couple of things to do. Uh, the first thing is everyone needs to be aware that the Supreme Court's going to be hearing some court cases uh, that are going to be deciding on Title VII, which is something Obama put into place. He protected everyone based on race, class, gender, sexuality, all that. Well, now the Trump administration is starting to chip away at those things. And so the first, some of the first court cases that they're hearing are dealing with sexuality and gender expression and identity. And so that on October the 8th, the Supreme Court is going to hear both sides of the argument, which is basically if, uh, if the other side wins, then it will be legal for any employer in the United States to fire anyone based on their sexuality, their gender identity, or their gender expression. Um, and that obviously is really tough for a lot of people who identify as LGBTQIA+. Mm-hmm. But it also has, it could, re, it, could be, it could be really fucked up for people who don't identify as queer or trans, just any woman or any man, because the gender expression has nothing to do with your sexuality. It doesn't necessarily have to do with how you identify. It just has to do with how you look and how you act and how people perceive you. Um, And so, you know, that could affect anybody. Who benefits if the opposition wins? Like, why would anyone want to take away a right that's like, you know, I I don't get it. Well, I think it's it's obvious that there's people in power and people um, that are conservative who have a vested interest for whatever reason of targeting queer and and LGBT people, right? Um, and so that that's not new. They've done it with conversion therapy. They tried it with marriage equality. And since they've failed on those two fronts, now they're moving toward trans people, um, you know, and and since there's we have since trans people haven't fully gotten their rights you know everything we are trying to do in public spaces is being legislated whether we can serve in the military whether we can go to you know use certain spaces in the bathroom whether we can transition and have that covered by our insurances um you know and now having having a, a an employer have the right to fire us and so that's something that's major and that'll be a major win for them how they benefit is the interesting thing is in the language of their argument it's not it doesn't even it's not even about transgender or or gay or lesbian or, or bi it's not about that in the argument it's about them having the uh, 
employers having the ability to make a judgment based on what they see and what they think and what they perceive. Because, you know, in order to, how do you prove someone's gay? You have to go into their bedroom and actually watch them, which could be hot, but also creepy. <laughs> um, and so there's no real way to prove that, right? The only way to, that they can kind of connect that is be like, oh, he walks with a swish, or she seems like she's got short hair and it's good with, you know, she works at Home Depot. Well, that could be my mom as well. And so, who mm-hmm. actually did work at Home Depot. Um, and so, you know, the, it, there's a lot of people who fall into that box of not looking like the, con- looking and acting like the conventional man or woman that could could also be targeted down the line. But initially, the people that this um, kind of uh, resonates with the most are, of course, queer people in the community. Um, and so what we're asking people to do is we want to get all of, we want people to talk about it because not a lot of people know about it. We right. want people to know that Title VII is being argued in the Supreme Court, and they are going to be deciding a rights for employers to fire you based on just who you are. And nobody wants that. Um, Has the Supreme Court... Sorry, go ahead. Well, and so that's the first thing. The second thing that is important, and it's important for everyone to know that it's not just LGBT people. Like, that's that's worth saying more than once. It will affect LGBT people, but it will also affect anyone... Who, who doesn't necessarily fit into the most traditional gender norms. And the, the people who will be deciding that will be the employers. That's what's at, at question here. And then the third thing is that, you know, there will be some protections for people down the line, potentially, but only if we're able to change local and state laws and legislation. Um, there's places like New York and California where it's, it's not, it, it might not seem as scary because our states have put in laws into place that protect us. But then there's other places like Kentucky where obviously they don't have those same protections. And so right now everyone's covered. But once, if they decide, if they rule against us, which means that they would strike down Title VII and rule in favor of the employers, then we nationally and federally, we won't have those protections. Um, and then, then it will be left up to each state to make those determinations. And there's plenty of states that are not protecting uh, LGBT people you know, with their legislation. Right. Um, uh, well, we thank you for, uh, for being out there and, uh, using your platform and, uh, raising awareness and letting people know about this because this is a really huge deal. Um, well, I'm, I'm going to be doing something, an, an initiative, um, where I'm going to be gathering some of my friends, of course, you two included, uh, to you continue to use our platform, um, in partnership with a, another organization. We almost have the deal locked down. And once we do, then I'll be able to give out more information. But, um, I will, in the meantime, I'll be down in Washington, D.C. on the 8th at the Supreme Court. Courtroom. Huh? Olivia Pope. Hey, Olivia Pope, darling. I'm wearing my white, darling. You think I'm not wearing white? Annalise Keating. <laughs> uh, and I'll be there uh, with the ACLU, and it looks like I might be there in partnership with GLAD as well, um, speaking and kind of um, letting people know what are the next steps. We won't find out the, the verdict of this until uh, several months down the line. That's just how the Supreme Court works. They hear the argument, and then later on, they make a judgment. Could be several months. They have, you know, until like two quarters. So I think maybe the springtime we, we could hear, as late as spring. Could, be, could even be summer. 
In the meantime, it's important for us to get the word out to everyone. So thank you for allowing me to come on to your show. Of course. Thank you. Anytime you have anytime you have something important like this, or anytime you just want to shoot the shit even and trade ponytails or whatever, you come on you come on by. Yes, honey. I want to talk bundles next time, darling. Bundles and closures. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, as we said before, you can catch Peppermint on God Friended Me on a two episode arc starting on Sunday, October sixth. <laughs> thank you for joining us. We love you so much, Peppermint, and thank you for the work that you're love doing you, out there. Bye, girl. Love you. Bye. 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 I need time for my eyes to adjust. We're spelunking. We are, yes, of course. For segment three, we are going spelunking. Deep into the, the DMs. DMs. Okay. What does that mean? What does that mean? What we, are we read Lunkins when you go in a cave and it's like dark and you don't really know what's mm-hmm. going on. <gasps> mm-hmm. Oh my God. Sounds amazing. Okay. Yeah. Hey, let's walk. So uh, why don't um, I'll read this first one. Okay. okay. This says, hi girls, big fan of the pod and all that jazz buzzing for the live pod in November. So my question is about the interviews. So how do they actually work? It always confuses me that the Queens are like, I'm going to, I'm going to win this episode, especially when it's their week to go. So my question is, are you provided time quest answers to the questions or are they all your words until they need you to say something? Anywho, here's a pic of mine and my fiance's penis. What? And a separate one of both of us. How'd you miss Are that? you kidding? Willem, hon. It's the only way they can guarantee I'll read it. Willem, I know you ain't keen on a foreskin, but the what? majority of the UK population has one. Our penises aren't really triple handle hold, but we can both deep throat like the gods would want us to. So life isn't fuck? that bad. Enjoy and see you in November. Bye. P.S. Both stoners. So if you want to smoke that evening, let a sister know and we can sort a, a honey out. Well, are they trying to fuck me or get me high or both? Okay. Okay, so hold up. It, and who said these, I don't like foreskin? Let's, let's get it together get before you want to read. <laughs> yeah. Let's get it together before okay. you want to read. Let's get it together before you want to read. Hold on. There were... Th- there, I can't even say this. A Judy Jetson penis. Uh, <laughs> I saw a lot of Judy Jetson penis. Wow. Well, I don't really. get these kind of DMs. Oh, we do. We oh request them. We request them. And they do provide. Someone emailed Won't he do it every time? They said, you just saying, oh, what a nice dick is not enough. They want description. Oh, bitch, give it to me. Okay, okay, yeah, you okay, describe. Okay. I can't. Oh, my God. First goodness. of all, let's get it together before you read. Well, hey, First one, of all. One is very close to coming because the balls are already shoved up in. That, that sack is empty. You could tell you he's have, about to nut. You have never said you don't like foreskin. Never. I don't. Uh, she never said she doesn't like foreskin. If she wanted to say she didn't like foreskin, she could. Because but she would not do that because she is a podcast proprietor. She I'm is an, not that kind of girl. Oh, hi. I'm oh. an intactivist, for sure. I love. I, if someone said without or with, I'll say add onions. With, bitch. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a saying in Philly. You order a cheesesteak <laughs> and you say a cheesesteak with. Or a cheesesteak plain, and wit means with onions. You don't have to say onions because everybody knows there. So in my head, I'm like, add with, but not. don't put onions on a dick. Uh-uh. Especially not grilled ones. Four I had to explain skins. to Chandler because her face went, what? Four <laughs> skins so are great. I'm not, I'm not we support novice. them. Yeah. I'm not a baby when it comes to seeing penises, but like... 
I just, just don't expect right to be seeing them, the and then people line. just being like, "Come on over." Big old hateful club. Is I'm by the way, I'm in the UK for New Year's Eve this year. Oh my God, uh, I'll be a GAY heaven uh, for New Year's Eve uh, along oh, with that's Monet fabulous. Exchange and Vanessa Vanji. But here's another penis. Look at this one. So they sent solo. Here's and another together, penis. It's the same couple. <laughs> here's another penis. Oh, oh, this is pretty. And they want to send this is like inside. See, I could be a Getty, honey. This is art. I'm like surveying <laughs> art, honey. This is lovely. Are there more? Yes, they yeah. are great. Uh, we might get it's more. Gonna, it's gonna wow. That's, I, need a, I, I may have to start asking for those. No, no, no. So I'll just to, come back over here and look. Right. Thank you. So to answer the question from this nice couple who sent their um, penises um, held together and also separately. Do we say their names? I don't believe they it says that. They didn't give it to us. Damn. But, but the they question can give it to was us. the question was about the sitting in the interview chair, oh, and yeah. sometimes it seems like if it's your day to go home, you're you're very confident in the interview chair. So what is that? What Learn does your that words. Mean? You will be in the bottom two. Learn your words. You will be lip syncing. <laughs> Yeah, here's the deal. Uh, is that a question? Can I jump in on yeah, that yeah, one? Yeah, please. I, I, they don't necessarily give you what to say. Obviously, the story producers know what they're trying to get out of you based on what you've done. Yeah. So they come up with a list of questions that they ask us for the confessionals, of course. No one says like, well... Usually, no one says say this unless they're just super frustrated and they're like, "Look, I'm just trying to get this soundbite from you. Can you just give it to me and let's get out of here?" Right. But, Every state but it's the usually question. something minor. You don't usually know you're going home. However, remember they also film after you've been eliminated. You still have to go back and Do. finish. You know, interview for that interview day. for yeah. that day, as well as if any they missed anything along the way. So right. it could come across maybe to some viewers that some people may feel super confident or look like they know they're going home because they probably already did. Yeah, um, I my story producer Shannon, I'm still friends with her. She uh, she had a psychology degree and she was way smarter than me and I knew it. So she would just tell me to say what I needed to say to get out of the room. Like she'd be like, "Tell me something bad about the experience." I'd be like. The only, or no, tell me something good and bad. And she's like, what were difficulties? And it was my boat episode. So I was like, I'm having no difficulties. I'm totally going to win. She's like, I need something good and something bad. And I was like, okay, the hardest thing about this challenge is telling other people I'm not going to win. <laughs> so like, and then she's like, you can go get out. You're obviously useless tonight. Cause we were like friends at that yes. point. And I was like, I'm not giving it to you, Shannon. You can't, you know? Yeah. Once you kind of get savvy, but you know what it is. And I, the thing about that, that I always have a difficulty with is not for me but a lot of people who are not savvy that this is a tv show mm -hmm. you just get comfortable right. the story producer becomes like your therapist really for sure. yeah you're on the couch every morning and every night with them mm -hmm. and you are just unloading and sometimes and i look back at season three bitch i was just unloading yeah. a lot of times so when people go oh she's shady boots it was just i was trying to be funny as well and give them you know fun stuff but i also was just like what is it called diarrhea at the mouth mm -hmm. on everything sure. that had happened because you're like I don't have any friends I can't talk to anyone about here I don't have a phone I don't have That's a computer that. so I'm just going to tell this story producer bitch and let me tell you what else happened mm -hmm. you know I had a story producer who the camera was rolling before I walked into the room and I was just talking to him shooting the shit because Shannon wasn't there one day for a wedding it was Shaga and um, I si I'm sitting in the chair and we're still talking I was like we're going to start he's like oh we're rolling I was like ah oh okay. she got, got, me. got, you got you. Me, I was I was careful to check for that red light after
What about you? So this is found in the inbox. Um, This says, I heard some warm goss. Hi, Dipper Teen Trewillam in Alaska. Mm -hmm. I wonder if you could speak to a rumor I heard since you just recapped the season three finale. Obviously, we all know Raja's win was leaked, but I have heard conjecture that Rhea Latre was the one who leaked it to Perez. (laughs) And that's why she hasn't been cast on Drag Race, even though we all know she's talented Enough. Any idea if there's any truth to that? What well, I've I've <laughs> never heard this. I don't think this is true. I I think it was Perez Hilton. I don't well, know. Well, I leaked. I was the one. I leaked that oh, I you're won. The whistleblower. Yeah, you're the whistleblower. Leaked, no, I leaked that I won. Oh, <laughs> now that didn't really okay. catch on, but it sure did help with bookings. <laughs> <laughs> Say what? Entertainment. I, was like, I was like, I ain't gonna tell you, but you might want to book me because um, <laughs> you are one of those girls I who might uh, be the winner. Oh and you want to book me early, girl, before it comes out. <laughs> Listen, I'm that. going off social media for a few weeks, guys. I'm not. I can't say anything about it. It's a big, big project, girls. guys. But it, and, and I'll can't talk about me. it. Can't talk about it. But I will be gone for three weeks. I don't know if Ray social. would pass the psych eval. Oh my <laughs> absolute <laughs> god. I'm kidding. Yeah, justice for Raya. Raya yeah, Latre is Rhea. a huge friend of the pod huge and friend. we are always pulling for her and I hope she keeps auditioning. 100. Next That's message what I said to Nina. You know Nina we West. Uh-huh. I never forget when I would go to Columbus mm-hmm. and she'd be like, "Girl, I didn't get it this year. I'm not going to do it anymore." If they I, want I me, can't. She's like, "I can't do it anymore. It's just too exhausting. Yeah. It, it like it hurts, you no, know, every yeah. year you get the rejection." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Nina, you have to keep going." You remember back Back in the day, I don't know if they still do this, but way back. When they would they ask the girls ask for the names. Girls, Give us a couple names yep. of people that you think we should keep an eye on. It's mm-hmm. no guarantee. It doesn't say you're going to get on We're the show. We're going to look for their tapes. But we'll look for their tapes. And Nina was a girl that I always sent in her name every sure. year because I yes. knew how creative and what a good hearted, kind person and an advocate for the drag community and like yes. the progression of drag and LGBTQ and all that. And so I saw her the other night at the Maleficent thing and I was like, bitch, how are you feeling? Are you happy you continue putting Aww. in your audition? Tate, bitch. And she was like, I feel like I'm where I'm supposed to be. Thank you so much. I'm like, yes, girl. Well, what Hallelujah. was Ginger doing looking like a yellow cupcake? Was she think she <laughs> was Aurora? Because she no, wasn't Aurora. She was doing one of the fairies. Uh, oh, she was doing an homage, homage to the fairies. She was doing a lot. She was. Okay. She was. So the next message is from Rachel. Y'all, wait, wait. One more thing. One more thing. Men, men, don't get me, girl. Men knows I love her. We had a good time. (laughs) We get into the theater. You know, we drag queens. Okay. We get into the theater. I got these, you know, horns, twenty inch horns on, and Jen just sitting over there with the giant wig, and we we were sitting on row two at the El Capitan Theater. So we sit down, and the the people behind me, I turned around immediately to them because this happened to me at the Stars Born premiere. In London, oh, I had the giant always. hair on, uh-huh. and I was like, "Fuck, I'm on row five. I'm sure I'm row six is Mr. and Mrs. Warner Brothers, and they're gonna All be right. like, who is this bitch blocking my view?'" Damn. So I, I was, I told the people behind me, I said, "Guys, just so you know, when the film starts, I'm gonna pull the horns off because I had a wig on under there." Yeah, smart. And uh, he goes, the man behind me goes, "Oh, you're not the problem. It's this big burning bush sitting in front of me here." Oh! Because Ginger's hair was red, it was giant, and, he, and she was like, "Well, you shouldn't have invited drag queens to the movie if you didn't want drag queens at the movie." I was, like, I was like, "You tell them, Ginger girl." Damn, they complained about my Star's Born hair too. Oh my gosh, it was big. It was big, and then uh, Rue was two seats in front of me, one seat over. Ooh. So I was like, "Well, at least she ain't got hair on too." I was like, "She should have. <laughs> she if she would have had hair, you would have been doubly fucked your whole row." Gone because Rue is tall. Yeah, she tall, yeah. and her husband is taller. T and her hair is usually. 
high as the heavens. Woo! I have a. I have, so is Laganja. Mm-hmm. So she's my neighbor. From Rachel, hello, Willem, Alaska, and Dipper Tinta. Are you officially changing your name to Dipper Tinta or Dipper Tintra? Dipper Tintra Incorporated. Oh, Y'all know I'm going to see Tina the musical. You it's are? Nick Burroughs is in that. It's caught on. My beautiful sister and deep friend of the pod, Laura, oh, is, battling, is battling ovarian cancer and oh. is about to start aggressive chemotherapy. We know she is going to lose her hair, and I was wondering if you had any tips for a lady who is about to purchase her very first wigs my sister and i both worship the dolls and know you both seem to gravitate toward wigs by vanity but we don't know the more fine details like whether she will need a wig cap the best way to maintain her new hair etc any advice and words of encouragement you may have would be greatly appreciated as I don't own an explicit drick, here is the picture of my sister and I at your Haters Roast Tour last year. Willem, you were incredible, and I wish I had been less nervous during the meet and greet so I could have told you how gorgeous you are then. Aww. A hopeful sister, Rachel, and she's attached to the picture there. You can look Let me see. Her and her sister in the middle. So oh, that's this Latrice. Is a, uh-huh. This is a... Uh, this is a good question. Aww, uh, they're so cute. I think you would want to go with a human, prob a human hair. Yeah, because it'll be unit. less hot, and you're gonna be, and mm-hmm. you're gonna be hot. So don't do a synthetic wig. You can wear it different styles, just using like heat tools, like um, normal hair tools for sure. Um, and I would do something with a bang too, because you're you may lose your eyebrows. And, sure. Um, and eyelashes. So like, and and bangs are more forgiving oh. than worrying about a lace front showing in the front. Just do something yeah. to soften the edges. I would say. Yeah, but there are so also some really great new lace fronts that you that are full lace all the way around. They have the closure clasp in the back, and sometimes like the one across the top. So you can do a ponytail in the middle, so you can. Um, it just fits your head more. You don't have to glue. Now sometimes people leave a little dab here and a little dab here just so your wig doesn't move. Sure. But on Nene Leaks's page. I mean, um, I don't know what kind of hair you look, but hair is hair, and everybody with wigs these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, I think it's called Official Mane, but they have a beautiful new line of wigs, and I nice. agree with you. I think a human hair wig would be amazing for her. Yeah. Thank you, Rachel, for that lovely note. Hey, I got a bunch of wigs from Courtney um, when she um, moved to the UK, and a couple of them are human. I, if you write in, Rachel, I'll send you one of them because I'm not going to wear them all, and you can have that one because Courtney's head is way smaller than mine. So some of them don't yeah. fit. So I'll give her yeah, one of you them. You got a big head, bitch. Big ass head. <laughs> you too, bitch, with all that hair. How do, do you? Do you, know. to, do you have to braid before you wig? No, no, that would take too long, girl. You know, lazy cap? fish. No, because, I just don't even use that uh, because my hair is so long, but it's also easily brushable into a ponytail. Mm-hmm. I usually just oh. right out of the shower, brush into a ponytail, put it right up here on top, so that I have hair to lock the pins into mm-hmm. when I'm, you know, because I like to shake the wig all around, baby. Yeah, and you told me about two pay clips too. Yeah, that changed my life. But I wouldn't recommend that Rachel wear her sister wear a wig cap because that'll be even hotter too. And if she's not bucking and dancing, she don't need to pin it in. Yeah, she's just going to Ralph. The next message is from Kat. Hey, gal pals. I was rewatching and came across something interesting. In the cake episode's mini challenge, Posing Nude, Alexis literally says, I have been single for a reason, and America is about, is about to find out. And isn't she the one with the military boyfriend? Bobby, come home. Deep Baby, I want po- you to come home, Poppy. 
Look who she says. She doesn't say Poppy. She says Bobby. Bobby, come on. Bobby. She said Poppy. She totally Bobby. said Poppy. Who the fuck is Bobby? Oh, um, I thought you misquoted it. No, Listen, the cat thinks it's Bobby. You can. Oh, look she, at them. She was single at Dr. the time, Susan. and the military boyfriend she dated before. Yeah. I wonder if she gets his veteran Clearly. benefits. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. he's been missing in action. <laughs> Angela's face. I wish yeah. this was on video right now. <laughs> call, let's call Alexa. Right now. Oh Actually, she just texted me. What are you doing oh at 105? Let's call her. Uh, I'm gonna call her. Bitch, this military so, man of yours, where is he? We all were looking at her like this. Now, girl, you needed a backstory for this outfit, bitch. <laughs> you need a backstory for this outfit. She was like, No, baby, I had a military. He was long ago. I don't know his oh. name. I don't remember. I don't recall. I don't know anything. <laughs> girl, where did you meet him at, girl? I don't know. But whose voice am I doing? That's not That's Alexis. Alexis. <laughs> That's Alexis. Miss Chandela. She'll say Chandela. Changela, girl. Oh my gosh, she was a man. But yeah, that was. She definitely looked. She looked nice in that episode, though. She really did. Yeah, I, I love the look. And I, she went, bitch. And here's a real cracking during that episode. I'm sorry to side no, girls, but worry. when we were on stage filming that, right? You know, you had to write your little thing and then go out there and film it. Well, you know, I'm writer fish, and this is a commercial, a promo. Oh, bitch, I was like, I'm lovely, and I had rented a beautiful costume to wear with the thing. Yeah. So that originally was my runway outfit because they said bring something red white and blue yeah so i was like oh this is what they want us to use red white and blue for Mm -hmm. so i wore it during the red white and blue right and we get out there with rue and i had written mine lovely okay it was lovely Mm -hmm. so when it was over they said well shangela you still have like two minutes do you want to do anything else i said well i mean i gave y'all what i came to give y'all but if y'all want me just play they said yeah go for it so I'm just fooling around. <laughs> I'm getting hot dogs, pit crew, just playing, doing <laughs> some bullshit. Didn't, yeah, right? yeah. didn't make no sense. Didn't make no sense. Girl, don't you know I see the edit when we sit on stage. I said, let us look at your videos. They used all the stuff from my play playing <laughs> oh around my and not the stuff I had written. I was like, they got me, girl. They got, check they out. got me, girl. They got me again, girl. They got and, check and what really was funny was then for the runway, they said, and today's runway would be patriotic. And I was like, Bitch, I just wore my good outfit for the, for the for the challenge. So you wore like a white structured coat with a I red accent. I had to accent. go in my group. <laughs> it was cute. And I was like, okay, what do I have left in here? And uh, I forget the designer who made this for me. God, I'm so sorry. But I remember looking through it and I had the white. Now, originally, that little belt that I had on that was red was teal. Oh, okay. But I thought, oh, Crafty Shanji, I'm going to cover it in red lame. Yeah. And I'm going to walk out there with red, white, and balloons. That's patriotic. Patriot. Yeah. Patriotism. But here's what they got me, girl. This is what I learned about TV. Never say anything that you think is just going to be between you. I told Alexis in the workroom, I'm nervous about the outfit. She said, why? I said, well, when I wore it, I had it designed with my breastplate on. Uh-huh. I was going to be titty fish. Okay. Mm-hmm. Big titties in the front fish. And they had read uh, <laughs> India every week about here you are with the breastplate again uh-huh. are we going to continue seeing the breastplate right. breastplate breastplate so I was like oh my god they're reading breastplates I can't wear a breastplate right. so I wore it without the breastplate so in the front but I told her I'm nervous because it's going to look gappy in the front but I can try and fabric tape it to the body mm-hmm. girl when I get out there on stage what's the, the one first, comment that no. Santina no. well it looks Something a little baggy in the breast here like it was made for mm-hmm. something but it doesn't have it and I'm like how would he know that <laughs> he knows everything bitch is he listening to me oh they yes, got me gal they got you 
Um, this next question is for Alaska Willem Dippertinta. I have a question regarding how to handle situations in which I'm told via friends information about my ex's dating and sex life. Just oh. over a year ago, I ended my first relationship with my partner of over seven years and have finally got to a place in my life where I'm feeling a lot more happy and not so hung up on the ending of the relationship. My problem seems to be is that when I'm in social situations with a friend of both of ours on my own, I end up being told a lot of information that I don't want to hear. For example, hearing details about his sex life, that he's going on trips with new guys and information about new partners. To mm-hmm. clarify, Mm-hmm. I never ask questions or prompt these. I am just simply told flat out or small comments are made in passing. Okay. I have told my friends that I don't want to hear about any of this. As I guess I'm not 100% moved on. I'm fine with everything that happened. Also, why would I? I also have repeatedly expressed frustration and annoyance when I told these things, but it seems to keep happening. And with each new comment is more detailed info I don't want to know, with the reasoning being they weren't thinking or just not being sensitive enough. Do you have any advice on how to deal with this? Do I just need to suck it up and accept this is inevitable? Or should I be more firm with my friends? Do you have any advice on how to deal with this? Sorry if this was too long, and thanks for reading it. You all brighten up my week each week with the new podcast. And here's a picture of my dick, big friend of the pod. And let me tell you, he is a big friend of the pod from the UK. See in the photo. I well, see. There's a PlayStation controller on the ground. Uh, and a can. There are things to reference the, the sizing. This is a yeah. large penis, y'all. This is scary. The head is about as not, big not as a tennis ball. scary, sir. I mean, just like, ooh. I ain't scared of no dick. Uh-uh. This is lovely. It's um, he's it's straight. And it's, it's, oh, okay. it's manscaped enough that like you're like, oh, there's still hair, but it's not obtrusive. You don't feel like you're face diving into like a... A hedge. Um, I would be like, where is she putting that? Oh, that I t- is. I would giant. give him a list of where he was putting it oh because my gosh. it's lovely. Um, I'm sorry that your friends are keep talking about your ex. I would just say, listen, shut the fuck up about him. Embargo on that word. Let's not talk about him. Yes, but I also have to say that it's been a year and move on. People yeah, are going to talk, and you. I mean, you don't want to be the person who's trying to police what everyone is talking about in, in your entire friends group and being like, well, okay, these, the following are the topics that are, uh, that are off limits. So like, listen, it's, it's understandable. Maybe they could like be a little bit, you know, more sensitive, but. Yeah, get that sound effect. But for her, it's been a year, and you know what? If people are talking, they're going to talk. And I think that you have control over how you're reacting to what people are talking about. Truth. You can okay. remove yourself from the scenario, remove yourself from you have left the conversation, and let that be that. Yes. Now, that is the Oprah elevated, I'm in tune with who I am as a person. That's good. If you can get there, you are a good person. But see, any man that I've ever dated for an extended amount of time, after me, she just... She she disappeared. Dust in the wind. She dust in the wind, bitch. <laughs> dust in the wind. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to. Now, truth be told, two of my exes I still follow on Instagram. I see them from a distance. It's it when I want to look at it. Okay. Okay. If, if one got married, lovely, proud of him, happy for him. That being said, don't bring him up. If my friends, I would tell them, bitch, you know that I was in love with, you know, Ricardo or whoever. I'm making that up. I haven't dated Ricardo. <laughs> but you bitch, you know I was in love with Ricardo. Your good friends, don't be telling me what he was doing last week and hooking and hoeing. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear about that. Even if it's been a year, I don't care. And But me saying I don't care means I do care. So don't tell me. <laughs> I told y'all I don't care. <laughs> but again, don't bring it up. I don't know. I just wouldn't, I wouldn't want to hear it. And I, I understand that, girl. You need to tell, for me, Shanji, I say tell your friends. As a matter of fact, call them up. <laughs> you know, I call people. Call them and say, baby, I get them on the phone. Get it really can we talk me. to your friends, please? It bothered me that you keep bringing up trade that I was in love with. Okay, please don't bring him up no more. What, Poor is this? what are you trying to Have show? Have you seen this meme? Oh, yeah, all those white fags. 
But it's boring. Can you describe what, that theme? What am I looking it's at? It's like, oh, it's, it's, um. Picture some cookie cutter fags. Oh my God, I thought this was the, the house every, I rented on Fire Island, every, the party we had. <laughs> the this caption is, not it. is like every group of gay friends. And like there's arrows saying exes. They used to be exes, used to date. Um, Engaged, hooked fiance. up, hooked up. They're fiancés. Not in my circle. <laughs> my <laughs> people know. Do not, if I was Travel hooking light. with him, you better not be hooking with him, bitch, ever. Or you can wow. go in the wind too. Uh-huh. Why? Why would you sleep with your tr- man's trade? I wouldn't want to know. I just feel like I would never want to play with a piece that I knew one of my friends had pay, played with. It just, mm-mm, I don't find, not for my husband, now for the weekend, be like, okay, <laughs> they told me you was lovely, girl. Hey, how oh, you doing? But, no, I just can't see myself doing it. No, mm-mm, nope. If, if, let me tell y'all, if I'm your friend <laughs> and you have an ex-husband, I will never, ever, 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 ever be with your husband. Ever. Y'all could be divorced, divorced for years upon years upon years, ever. You ain't got to worry about me with your man, ever. You can pull me aside and be like, Shanji, I saw you eat with my man. I said, he sat down at my table. I was not with him. And I left immediately. <laughs> they ain't got to worry about me, baby. Now, bitch, I ate dinner with you once on a cruise and you were sleeping at the table. But still. <laughs> you are still so hateful. Nodded. She took still video that picture. Me. It was great. It never went out. It never went out. because. Oh, wait a minute. That one was fine. I was, fought, I was, was so fun. tired on that cruise, bitch. I was yeah. exhausted. We, they, we had arranged a dinner with some people. Yeah. And it was like a formal dinner, like a so formal restaurant long. you had to make a reservation oh. for. We just so wanted to like, ride the donkeys. Bitch, I went to that dinner and I fell asleep at the dinner table <laughs> and that old hateful ass Willem over there was videoing the Snapping. doll we had so much fun on that cruise you know I have to say it, uh, what has it been to have you here mm-hmm. Th- this has been so much fun yeah, yeah I don't want to go I got th- 32 more stories I'll see y'all on episode 506 baby come on over to Shangela the podcast <laughs> yes thank you so much for being here we really appreciate no, you I love we y'all. love y'all you so know much um, and thank you out there for listening to this hot Gauze. You can keep those queries and quandaries coming our way by sending an email to racechaserpod at gmail.com with your burning questions and explicit drink. And if you're in the UK or Ireland, don't forget to snatch up our tickets for our live shows in Glasgow, London, Manchester, and Dublin this November. Visit holyt.net or draggedup.net for tickets. That's right. You can follow us on Instagram at Willem at the only Alaska 5000 at Race Chaser Pod at. I'm at It's It's Shangela on Instagram and Twitter. And the podcast is called Shangela. Just search Shangela. And we will be back next week with more piping, steaming, scolding, boiling, hot gas. Hot Goss is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Alex Sarchet. Our theme music is graciously provided by ATF Enterprises, Incorporated Limited. Hot.